This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 101 of the Healthy Critters Radio on the Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US. Find them online at biostarus.com. On today's show, we discuss our favorite equine and equestrian websites. The breed of the show is the Boar Bull. In Critter Nutrition, we focus on nutritional support for senior dogs. And in Coffee Clatch, we ask, what award would your horse win at the Golden Globes? Listen in. I'm Tigger. And I'm Patty. And we're the Healthy Critters Radio Show. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jan. I'm I'm the producer here on the Healthy Critters Radio. And in case you were wondering, Tigger is the head honcho of Biostar US and the brains behind that machine. And Patty is dressage rider extraordinaire and all-around wonderful person. <laughs> they do the Healthy Critters Radio Show here on Horse Radio Network twice a month. Thanks for joining us. What's up today, ladies? Uh, Patty's broken foot. Yeah, just get right to it. Pat- Let's Patty's just. On stall yeah. rest. I'm on stall rest, and I got to tell you something, guys. Okay, so it was one of those dumb things, and um, anybody who rides or is around horses, I don't care what discipline you you do, you're going to be able to relate to this. And if you can't, I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> Send your postcard. Yeah, send a postcard. Yeah, send a postcard because I'm not I'm not going to listen or read it. But I four weeks ago was in my horse trailer and I was moving a box and it was like just some stuff was in there and I very dumbly stepped on a trunk which I had forgotten had a wheel at the end and I was bucked off the trunk and I was holding the box and because <laughs> because I'm so competitive. In the process of having this big, heavy box, I was like, I'm not going to fall and not get the box where I want it. So I hoisted the box. I realized what this sounds like, and I'm sharing and showing my belly to everybody that's listening. And I, as I did that, I just sort of slipped off the box. It wasn't even a major thing. I didn't fall back, but I was like, ooh that's going to leave a mark. And, um, fortunately I immediately went in and I had tall boots on and iced it. And of course everybody around, we were just getting ready to bring some young horses someplace. And what would the average smart person go? You know what? Maybe I should go just get an x-ray to make sure this is okay. No, I say, Hey, let's load the young horses on the trailer. Let me help. (laughs) So I ended up, and and again, the swelling went down. I iced it. I did all sorts of things, but I just kept thinking it had to be just, you know, tendon or whatever injury. So I didn't put like full weight on it. And I tried to walked around the arena half the amount of the time that I normally do. Yeah. See, I'm yeah. taking care of it. Yeah. So I was just like, in my mind, I mean, I don't want to be a wimp about stuff. I want to, you know, anyway, long and short of it was I was in Wellington where my new son-in-law is a doctor. And he said, well, let me look at it. And I showed him the, the picture of when it happened. And he was like, that's a Jones fracture. I'm like, what? What's a Jones fracture? Just from looking at the picture, that's what medical med- medical school does for you guys. Okay, if you have somebody in your family that's a doctor and something's hurting, my, I strongly suggest that you send them the picture. Anyway, long and short of it, I have a spiral fracture, and it's been um, it's been challenging because now, I mean, now I'm at the point where, and it really didn't hurt 
that badly. I mean, there was some discomfort and there was definitely swelling, but it didn't hurt enough to like to justify that fracture, you know? So boy, it's hard to stay off of stuff. So I'm, I'm on stall rest and I'm not allowed to walk. It's tough. <laughs> I learned to walk on crutches. I can really get going by the way. If you see me coming with crutches, get out of my way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you use the other foot to stop. You do realize the principles of crutches. You can build up steam, but that then. I do now. Yeah. I do now. I do now. There has been a couple incidents where I've not put any weight on the other foot, but where I've, um, yeah, I've kind of run into things, but it's, you know, it's, I'm sure by the time I'm allowed to put full weight on it, I'll have other bruises and bumps and whatever, (laughs) but it really, it really, honestly, it's just been so trying, you know? And then, you know, I'm normally, I'm so, so active and I ride and I do all sorts of things. And now I'm like, oh, well, I can't have that cookie. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not, it's not only do I nurse something that doesn't hurt, I can't have a cookie. So, I mean, it's been tough. I'm just Just, saying. Just think of it this way. Think of all of the new neuro pathways you are developing. That's an excellent thing to say. You're really expanding, expanding those neurons, giving your brain a workout. All the working out that your body is not allowed to do right now. Your mm-hmm. brain gets to do because it has to figure out new ways to do things. Tigger mentioned this um, earlier, that if you're a person who's broken lots of things and you have to figure out new ways to do things while things are healing from being broken, you go through this a lot and you have to figure out a way to yeah. not become depressed and hide in a corner and suck on a binky. So you say, well, yeah, I'm just right. going to figure out how to tie my shoes without using either thumb. Yeah. See, and I'll tell you, I, I will tell you, I love me a challenge, but I will tell you today, I had to be in Walmart and I, <laughs> I did it. I guys, I did it. I got in the cart. I got in the cart. And I mean, after I lathered that thing down with every like antibacterial thing, 14 man, <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. I was like zooming along. And as I'm sitting in the cart, I, and I have a legit reason. I am so completely humiliated and thinking I can walk. I'm being about, I'm just going to walk, but your hands hurt. If anybody's ever walked on crutches, you know, end up walking on your hands and yeah. my palms of my hands hurt. Yeah. And I, and then my right hip is hurting. Cause I'm trying to, you know, all of these different things. Does the thing that's broke hurt? No. So <laughs> yeah, not. I got in the cart. I'm that's, that's the way my year's starting out. I, I got in the cart at Walmart. It's, it's just horrible. It's horrible. Well, you know, we're, we're going to discuss our favorite equestrian and equine websites, which I'm mm-hmm. sure you're spending more time on these days. Yes. Since you, you can't yes. be as active as you were. So let's get on to some websites that we really enjoy visiting or shopping on. So our roundtable today is our favorite equine and or equestrian websites for information, shopping, products. And one of my first go-tos is thehorse.com. And I have found great articles. I don't always agree with them, but they're very fact-based. And what I really like is that they publish lots of results um, of seminars and things at the um, AAEP, the American Veterinary Practitioners Conference every year. So that's sort of my, I like to wake up in the morning and <laughs> go to thehorse.com and, and get my brain um, thinking about more fact science. And then when I want something a little bit 
you know, lighter. Then I go to, to, to worldofshowjumping.com. <laughs> they have really good articles on jumping riders and they cover everything that's happening all over the world and point standings. And and I just find that interesting. They, they've had some really good, like, grooms write articles. And so I, I really enjoy that for a little bit of lighter fare. Dressage news, I certainly go to on a daily basis, scanning, you know, either results or an article that they might have. So those are sort of my top three places I visit in the morning. How about you, Jennifer? You, well, you took my favorite, thehorse.com. I go. Is it, is it the horse or horse.com? It's the horse.com. Horse.com is a retail site, which I do yes, I, frequent. Yes, I just, just found that. But the horse.com <laughs> is the horse magazine, which is out of uh, Lexington, right. Kentucky. And like Tigger, I like it because it is, for the most part, a fact-based very, what's the word? It, they're they're not real prone it's to cut dry. It's cut dry. No, it's, they're not real prone to headlines for the sake of headlines. No, they're no. not into the politics or the or no. the hearsay or things like that. No. Um, even things like equine behavior. They publish yes. a lot of really interesting articles about research into equine behavior yeah. and how they do mm. double blind studies and stuff like that. And no. I love it because they really do give you. The sources. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm a serial Googler, so I love to find the sources and then go dig around and then find yeah, the paper. And, and read the actual studies. And then yes. read the studies in the papers. I, I also go to Wikipedia a lot, believe it or not. Yeah, I go to Wikipedia. I do. Especially for historical stuff. Oh, when did that happen? And who was involved with it? And stuff like mm-hmm. that. I love going there. And I go to Wikipedia versus a lot of the horse-centric sites for horse-related stuff just because it's so neatly laid out it's really yeah it is it's it's so easy to find right like chronicle of the horse i go there regularly regularly me too Mm -hmm. but because it is it's got what 75 years worth of information kind of mashed into a closet in various and sundry boxes and tupperware (laughs) and ziploc bags and it's a a mess to find anything yeah (laughs) yeah at least on a historical, but yeah. Chronicle is good for, you know, what's happening in the competitive world yeah. now. And they have such good forums, you know, like things that you can, you know, find yeah. out about. I, that. I stay far, far, far from the Chronicle of the Horse forums. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you, you cannot have a faint of heart. You kind of have to go in there it's with a tough armor. Neighborhood. It's, a, it's tough a very neighborhood. tough neighborhood. Very yeah. Tough. Holy cow. Yeah. And my third. But my, there's some very interesting opinions on there (laughs) strong opinions yeah and my third my third of my three favorites to go to is one called alltrails.com and Mm. it's just that it's all trails but it's trails for all sorts of different things bike riding and hiking and horseback riding and And again it's a great place even if you don't find exactly what you're looking for there to continue on from so alltrails.com if you'd like to get into the outdoors and you want to find places to do it that's a good one there you go Patty P, the so shopper. I, yeah, I was going to say none. None of you guys have mentioned any shopping stuff, but I am going to say that that you know a lot of the ones that you I I I, I didn't know about the horse the horse dot com. So I'm kind of like psyched about that. So that was that's like I've already as we've been doing this, I've logged in. I you know I'm I'm, I'm connected now. <laughs> so thanks for that. <laughs> Open it. Yeah, but I I mean I if I do any shopping, so let's just make this a little bit more fun. I one of the ones one of my favorite websites is Schneider's because you, you there's such a 
vast variety of stuff and you can get it like, and they have such good sales and they have fun stuff for, for like organizing your barn or your trailer or, you know, whatever. So that's a good one. But one of my other favorite ones is whores, H-O-R-Z-E. Oh and, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I love, yeah. And I'll tell you, they have the best sales. Um, <laughs> in fact, if um, anyone would like to visit my barn uh, tomorrow, I can show them about seven $15 beautiful coolers that I got because I was certain that they would never go on sale like that again. They did, but I still have those coolers. So I often give those as presents. So they have like, <laughs> they just have really good They've got, they've got, they've got great, like they've got good blankets and they're inexpensive. Schneider's is good for actually blankets as well. And they're very long-term good blankets. They're very good. But Horrors has a different, you know, they're a little bit less expensive and they may not be the best bet the same quality, but again, will last you a season or two. If you're paying 89 bucks or something for a, you know, a, sh- a sheet, I mean, I don't think that that's that bad, but, but other like just good knickknacks and stuff like bell boots are good, often have good sales, but I love their britches. I live in horse britches. Really? Just live in them. I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't, I've never talked to anybody who had them. Which ones do you go for? I think they're called the Grand Prix and mm-hmm. they are considering that years ago I used to pay $250 for like whatever it was it was the you know the thing that was fitting me these are like a hundred and ten dollars and i have every color they have and they have they i just they're awesome and and i've had them now for the minimum of three to four years and wear them constantly so just i mean it, it, i get to the point where i'm like god i really wish these would wear out so i could just buy a new pair <laughs> There's a first you know, equestrian problem for yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, those oh, are, yeah, funny. kind of my favorite things. So, there you go. Oh, yeah. Man. So, I learned good sites to look at, guys. Thanks. You're welcome. Now, if you have website online where you love to find interesting and fascinating information or that you love to shop, we love to hear about it. And to do that, you need to send a postcard and you need to send it to Biostar US, 1 Cleveland Street. Suite 800, Gordonsville, Virginia, 22942. And if you Google that, Biostar US, you'll find the address because it's right there on their website. And I'm offering up a challenge in 2020. Oh, boy. The challenge in 2020 is to flood the Biostar US <laughs> post office box yes. with, with cards. That doesn't have to be a postcard. You can just send her an envelope. Just put on the envelope. The address, and you don't even have to put anything in the envelope. Just write on the back of it, "Hi Tigger." Let's see what happens. Hello, we're not in prison, so that's a nice update. <laughs> Eddie, what happened, Eddie? Hello. Were you driving too fast, Eddie? No, she, first of all, she did not break any rules. And secondly, she only got a warning because she was polite, which is ridiculous. I wanted to read that cop the riot act. <laughs> I did read him the riot act while she held my little paws off the seat so I would stop barking. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid cop just doing his job. He said not doing his job well enough or he would be pulling over a criminal, not just a moron. well was she going too fast no apparently you're supposed to stop at the stop sign and recite half the alphabet not just stop at the stop sign gesture at stopping or whatever and then keep Mm -hmm. going 
Yeah. Even if there's nobody there. Which is stupid. Silly rules. We are late for dinner. Doesn't I mean, really, there should be an exception given for people who are late for dog dinner. <laughs> Very good point. But he only gave us a warning. Apparently, she looked innocent enough, which is ridiculous, for as we all know, she is a hardened criminal. <laughs> <laughs> then the man stole our registration, and we had to go get it from him. And she was pretty sure she was going to get shot, because she's <laughs> in Florida wearing a hoodie. <laughs> That makes sense. She didn't get shot, but she could have been. And then where would I be up shit creek? It's <laughs> true. Patty, you had a question for Hetty. So, Hetty, considering yes. considering your recent um, near jail sentence, I was wondering yeah. how you're feeling about your current living arrangements. Oh, I um, have a song. You do. Yes, I oh. wrote it just for this occasion. Okay. Excellent. I would love you I'd love to hear you sing yourself. <laughs> I know you would. Please. First when I met Keen, I was horrified. <laughs> I could not believe that little monster before my eyes. And then I thought to myself, Tigger has done me wrong, but this pup he must learn to get along so you'll see me. <laughs> and my sister Teaching him to serve Pomeranian. It is time for him to learn his ultimate place on the floor. While I am beating my face, now you get down, you stupid pup. I have issues when you're rude, and you will learn to shut up because this is my room. You can get right out. I am queen of all of my domain i am queen you are not you will get back on the floor and pick up my snot i do not like your little furry attitude you'll get down and you'll learn to get me food I got, I've got to tell you, I'm a little surprised that didn't end with cheese, but it, I guess that's a food group. Maybe we should explain that um, Hedwig is spending the winter with my puppy, Keen. And puppy. <laughs> Freakishly large and rude. Is he, is he, he's just too large. <laughs> he's already bigger than the goblin. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Hedwig isn't so crazy. He's the size of a small pony. (laughs) He can do pony finals next year, no problem. Pretty sure he's going to get a card as a small. He might outgrow that division. I hope he has a step for the medium. (laughs) Thanks, Hetty, for the song. And I'm glad you're not in jail. I'm glad your servant isn't in jail. And I'm glad I don't have to bail you guys out. Yeah, because now we have to go back on that road, which we wouldn't have been on if she hadn't forgotten her coffee cup and then been all environmental about it. (laughs) Now we have to remember to stop at the stop sign again. Who thinks that's going to go well with Tard up here? And now it's time for the breed of the show. So we are now at the breed of the show, and I often ask friends of mine, like, you know, what, what, what 
kind of like if I was going to do the breed of the show and you would make a suggestion, what would it be? And a friend of mine's husband is from South Africa. So she suggested the Tigger. Boar Bull. Which I am going to really work on. Boar Bull, which is just a handsome dog. So it's a South African native dog. It's considered a guardian dog. It was initially bred... So this, you got to keep this in mind when we talk about it, bred to tackle large animals like lions and baboons. So truly a guardian dog. The males are anywhere from 143 to 198 pounds. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Females are from like 121 to 154. Oh. They look a lot like a mastiff. In, That's what um, I was the thinking too. They're very mm-hmm. mastiff-ish. Yes, yeah. and you know, fawn red mask, but they do have like a brindle and a cream and a black. So there's some definitely some variety. But yeah, so, yeah, but they're mastiffish, but in the chest, they is a little a, different. A yeah. little bit bulldogish through the chest, but the mm-hmm. rest of their bodies definitely kind of. Because when I I looked up the what they were came from, which of course is kind of gray. I went, oh, right. it's got to be some kind of a mastiff. It's like. Mm, Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which is interesting that you say that because they really, you know, it has a long breeding history, but they're not really certain what breeds were involved. They just know there was like Dutch influence, French influence, and some British roots. But it's just, you know, it's become very popular, I guess, now in the States. And they are AKC and UKC registered. But the name is kind of translated into farmer's dog. And, um, and again, Tigger, you can try to say the name Borboil. Borboil. Bull. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but they were, you know, the, the original point was, is they were created to um, defend the homestead for the farmers. And so you think about being in South Africa, you know, you're looking at lions and baboons, which I was like, oh my gosh, like that just sort of fascinates me. So short, dense coat, they uh, very blocky head, very well muscled, but sort of different than, and I, th- and again, I'm, I'm not sure about this part of it, but a little bit different than our mastiffs now that we have, which is uh, obviously we're kind of relating it to that, but because they, they are very, they love, love, love their owners. They're very intelligent, but they absolutely positively um, can be aggressive towards other ant- like other dogs because they're a guardian breed, which is typical like Anatolian shepherds. They can be that way as well, but they can, you know, you can kind of work with it, but it really, they really made a point about this is a dog that absolutely loves to be around their owner. And in fact, and all the times it, that, that I've been researching different breeds, they really talked about the the protectiveness and how evident it is about the, what they know what their job is, how clear it is. They're very calm and stable and confident. They're strong. They're very strong in their territorial instincts, and that's why they're so popular to fight baboons and lions, right? <laughs> um, but they they thrive on being with their person, and they really, you know, which can be a family, but it, but they're very, they're sort of like limited to what they're going to be adaptable to. So this would not be a dog that you would want to get and be like, I'm going to bring this dog to the barn all the time. It's not a dog that's going to adapt well. The other thing that was kind of interesting is they need like an average amount of exercise. It's not like they, you know, it's not like our Aussies, Tigger, that have to kind of blow themselves out so they can come and chill and, you know, whatever. Mm. They don't they, they, they don't do great in small environments, obviously, because they're, they're such a large dog, but they don't have to be on a farm to be happy. Again, it's kind of average 
exercise. But the big thing is, is that um, because the way they've been bred, they're very, they're like I said, they're very into their owner and they don't do well with long periods of time away from the owner. And so this if would not be- you've got an eight hour a day job, this is probably yes. not your dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because they become quite destructive because their job is to kind of be with the, the person and guard the family. But just kind of a kind of a really interesting dog, but they've really um, become very popular in the states, and they're apparently they're, they're, they they significant time and energy is <laughs> to train them, but they thrive on positive reinforcement, and they're just simply not good alone. But kind of a cool dog, you know. I I feel like I've learned a lot more about guardian breeds, and this is the first dog that like seems just so true to what the initial breeding was. I mean, a lot of times when they breed and they go through AKC and all the, you know, a lot of times they become, they can become more of a family pet or whatever. And this can be a family pet, but it's not, I mean, this dog's meant to do its job. So kind of a cool breed. Cool. Boar boil. No, bull. not boil, just bull. Damn. Okay. Boar bull. Boar bull. Yeah. Boar bull. That was, yeah. Okay. There, there you go. You know. So we're at Critter Nutrition, and the focus today is on nutritional support for senior dogs. And having a senior dog myself, who I just looked up his age in human years based on his weight, he's going to be 77 this month Wow! in human wow. years. Wow. Yeah, he's going to be 12 in canine years, and that's based on his size, is 77 in human years. So I decided that I am going to forego my own birthday party, which I normally have in Wellington every winter in January because Kimasabi and I, our birthdays are five days apart. And I'm going to have a birthday party for Kimasabi instead, which sounds way more fun to me. Sabi will like that. Yes. So I'm going to focus a little bit on medicinal mushrooms for the senior dog medicinal mushrooms are important foods for senior dogs to address stress, the immune system, and quality of life. The one specific mushrooms I'm going to focus on are cordyceps and reishi because they provide stress support, immune support, antioxidant support, energy and vitality, and anxiety support. Here's the thing. Senior dogs experience more stress than their younger counterparts, They can become increasingly irritated and agitated and anxious. They may feel more vulnerable as their mobility decreases. Their hearing and senses change too, and that leads to more more anxiety. When a dog is stressed, their body releases cortisol, a part of the flight or fight defense mechanism. Dogs that experience chronic stress have elevated cortisol levels that can affect the immune system. Elevated cortisol levels can also cause increased weight gain. Ongoing stress also affects the GI tract, causing imbalances in the gut microbiota. Ongoing stress can also lead to imbalances in the normal inflammatory response. Increasing foods high in antioxidants, such as mushrooms, can help the body protect itself from free radical damage. Cordyceps mushrooms provide immune support, and they're commonly used in veterinary complementary medicine to support small animal respiratory disorders. Some holistic practitioners refer to it as quality of life enhancing mushroom. 
cordyceps enhance energy and well-being. The reishi mushroom is known in traditional Chinese medicine as the mushroom of immortality. Reishi is an immune modulator. It also provides antioxidants for balanced inflammatory support, and it reduces anxiety and increases feelings of well-being. Now, when you go to, to purchase mushrooms for dogs, you have to be very aware or you, you need to be aware of how they're grown. Some companies grow mushrooms on oats and grains or rice substrates. The traditional substrate for most medicinal mushrooms is wood, just like you would find in a forest. Biostar's sourced medicinal mushrooms are grown on hardwood logs and grown in shade houses, not laboratories. These shade houses provide a constant flow of fresh air and natural sunlight. The mushrooms are harvested by hand and sun-dried. Mushrooms grown on grains, oats, or rice can have high polysaccharide content, but this content is mainly the starch or gluten found in the grain medium. Our senior dogs do not need more starch or gluten. Mushrooms grown on wood contain higher levels of beta-glucan. Beta-glucan acts on immune receptors to protect the body from pathogenic microbes, environmental toxins, and carcinogens. Our newly revised Optimum Canine Senior provides both cordyceps in, in its organic form and organic reishi. We also include tulsi, which is known as holy basil, the foundational stress herb of Ayurvedic medicine. It is considered a tonic for the mind and body. Tulsi assists in regulating the adrenal gland production of cortisol. Our new Optimum Canine Senior also provides bovine colostrum with 38% IgG for enhanced immune support and cellular growth factors. The additional beneficial foods are organic spirulina that provides a wide range of vitamins, minerals, and amino acids, organic kale, supplying sulfur, which is essential for protein synthesis and the production of collagen, and the important enzymes like SOD. Optimum Canine Senior includes organic kelp, which provides a variety of minerals that support the pituitary, adrenal, and thyroid glands. We have a pro proprietary probiotic blend, which includes the microencapsulated L-acidophilus, L-ruteri, L-salivarius for GI tract support. We include almond flour because it's a great source of vitamin E, nutritional yeast, which provides a full spectrum of amino acids and B vitamins, organic blueberry powder because it's loaded with antioxidants and it's a good source of vitamin K for bone health. We include desiccated beef liver because it supports energy, provides essential amino acids including taurine, and provides CoQ10 for healthy heart function. Now, last but not least, hemp seed finds provide fiber, protein, and essential fatty acids. The great thing about having a senior dog is that we have the foods available to really make their senior years healthy, happy, and hopefully long. Real horses and real dogs are healthier, perform better, and recover more quickly on real food. That's why Biostar empowers horse and canine owners with 100% whole food nutrition, supplements, and feeding programs. 
Biostar products are made at their own certified non-GMO facility in Gordonsville, Virginia, using real fruit ingredients that are raw, freeze-dried, or dehydrated, never cooked, and are free from artificial flavors, colors, soy, corn, wheat, and molasses. The Biostar product line includes a wide range of whole food, horse and dog supplements, treats, and unique artisan poultices that embrace the ancient and traditional uses of clay and plants. Visit BiostarUS.com today and learn about whole foods and canine and equine nutrition so you can make the best decisions about the care and health of your horses and dogs. That's BiostarUS.com. Whole food nutrition the way nature intended. So in Coffee Clutch, I thought it would be fun, since we're in award season, to imagine what award our horses would win at the Golden Globes. Of course, the Golden Globes has just happened. But I chose the Golden Globes because they separate comedy from drama, and they also have awards for television as well as movies. So my horse is, of course, deceased. But if he were living, he would definitely win Best Actor in a drama (laughs) and probably in a TV show, not in a movie because he wouldn't be able to cope with the length of time it would take to make a movie. He's kind of, he would like the, the TV show because it would only take a week and for each segment. So I think Lionheart would definitely win best actor in a dramatic TV show. Sort of like game of Thrones. I think he would have been a perfect character for that. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer? Nigel, my OTTB. Yes. Would be the outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Ah, oh, another drama. Totally the leading man in a soap opera. <laughs> that character ah. has been on the show for 25 years. He's been kidnapped and taken to a desert island. He's been killed and come back to life. Yeah, yeah, he's that guy, definitely. And had like 10 wives. 10 different wives, yep. yep. And he loves them all dearly, and they still love him. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Patty? Okay. As you both know, I'm not up to date on all of this stuff, but I will tell you that my very very cute three-year-old would totally win one of those for comedy. He is the funniest. He's just the funniest young horse I think I've ever had. He comes close to one I had like 20 years ago, but just on, on, on Sunday, it was a beautiful day. It was like 66 degrees. It was just gorgeous out. And we were just all sitting kind of, you know, just around all the, the fields. And he obviously thought it was time to eat. So he just picks up his head trots over to, we have uh, feeders on the ground, picks it up and starts flipping it up and down on the fence and banging on the fence. And of course, we find this incredibly humorous. And anyway, it, it, it ended with him throwing it in a hissy fit, which then goes into what more of a you know, more of a serious role, but he, he's, so I would say comedy because I mean, if he's not doing that, then he's taking his feed bowl and putting it in the water trough and sinking it. <laughs> yeah. He I mean, definitely gets, gets best actor in a comedy series. 
Yeah. And so, but if you walk by the girl that broke them for me when I was moving back to Texas, very, very wonderful a young horse trainer and breaker, she taught him to smile. And if you walk by him and he thinks just by chance you may have a cookie or a snack, he'll like lift his lip. He'll come running over and start lifting his lip. So, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty hysterical. Standing actor in a comedic uh-huh. series. There he is. Okay. All right. There you go. Yes. He now, how about Glenn's also- driving horse? Glenn's pony, scooter? Yeah. Scooter, I think, would he is the second assistant to the third unit director. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. Yeah, he's he's the behind the scenes. Got it. Yeah, he's the one causing trouble and playing practical jokes and getting coffee and putting <laughs> salt in it instead of sugar, but not telling you. That's you know scooter. the mayor that's that funny. I um I adopted from a rescue this last spring for Lion to be Lion's companion. I think she could win Best Director because oh, yeah. she directs the entire herd. Oh, that's it's, great! I love oh, it. Yes, you be over here, and you're over here, and you can't come here, and don't come here yet. But in about ten minutes, that would be okay. You could move forward. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny to watch her just control and direct the herd. So. If you've got and think of what what award your horse might might earn at the Golden Globes, send us a postcard at Biostar US, One Cleveland Street, Suite Eight Hundred, Gordonsville, Virginia two two nine four two. And if you don't have a postcard, just <laughs> reseal an old envelope, put a new stamp on it. No, no, no! Don't listen write it on to Jennifer. Back. Do not listen to Jennifer. <laughs> Do not listen to the woman behind that curtain. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I think that's another wrap, isn't it? It is. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks to our sponsor, Biostar US. You can find them online at biostarus.com. Get the Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS or Android by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to HealthyCrittersRadio.com, where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Love your dog. Hug your horse. Feed your chickens. Clean your litter box. Dance with your goat. Slither with your snakes. Howl at the moon. Hang with your hamster. Party with your parrot. Waddle with your walrus. Outwit your otter. Cuddle your cows. Rap with your raptor. Go chipping with your chipmunks. Forgive your fox. While hedging your hog. We also recommend that you rack with your raccoon. Gyrate with your giraffe. Meditate with a meerkat. Uber with your orangutan. Facebook with your flamingo. Ponder with your panda. Walk with your Wookie. Yawn with your Yak. Twitter with your Toucan. Go raining with your Reindeer. Dropbox your Dragon. 